The views and opinions expressed in the following episodes are those of the individuals and are not meant to insult or offend anyone. Jeez, dark and gloomy much? Are you trying to be an edgelord? Well, then how should I put it then? I don't know. How about... We come in peace. We mean no harm. We may spoil some things. We may swear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So listener discretion is advised. episode a little nerdy i'm your host michelle and i'm our co-host owen and today we are doing a fun fact friday triple f mm-hmm. okay uh just a quick little shout out to our friend black white check for doing our intro and outro music thank you so much mm-hmm. their info will be in our show notes all right so uh let's see any fun facts that come to your mind you want to start us off with uh, I don't know if it's a fun fact necessarily. Fun fact kind of PSA. Sure. Um, it's your body, it's your choice. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Um, I've been dealing with kind of behind the scenes. I haven't really talked much about it on here. Um, a, a bully. Yeah. <laughs> a bully at work. And Let's just say it kind of culminated a while back with him chasing me around the store. And this man is six something. I am 4'11". <laughs> that I know we've mentioned. And he was like chasing me around the store being like, You're, you'll be fucking sorry. Right. I couldn't get away from him. Every time, the and it, like the, we haven't talked about this ever, I don't think. And every time she ever says that. I'm just like, let me just have a grown-up talk with the man. Let me just, just, let me just look him eye to eye and everything like that. He's like, you know, the guy is like, what, 150 pounds soaking wet? I don't know. So. But he's taller than me, and it's very intimidating. I know. And <clears throat> I appreciate that you want to defend my honor, but that would only make things worse. Um, however, when I did finally go and talk to someone above, um, basically I was told that I should apologize because... Um, I know how he is, so I should know better than to, like, talk back to him, which I told him to get out of my face because he made a big deal about something that was a misunderstanding between people that didn't even involve him, and then he came in and started, like, reaming on the one guy, um, who was also smaller than him and stuff, and I had been like, hey, man, just chill. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna get figured out him and the guy it's between like out they're they're gonna figure it out it's not a problem and he then proceeded to follow me around being like blah 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 and i was just like get out of my face man like i'm what are you doing right chill out and Eat then the snickers that proceeded in probably three months of just him intimidating <clears throat> me making loud like slamming things behind me Coming up behind me, it just, uh, it was horrible. 
And then, yeah, so anyway, I went to someone above and I was told that it was my fault and that I should apologize, which I never did. That was not my fault. Yeah, victim shaming is never all right. Maybe I shouldn't have told him to get out of my face, but maybe he shouldn't have been following me around, trying, like, mouthing me off either and stuff. Like, so anyway, then things have been kind of like. I do my best to just, I don't talk to him unless he talks to me. I try to be like, oh yeah, okay, uh uh-huh, whatever, right, kind of thing. And stuff. Um, Best advice I was ever given. Um, And stuff. But he likes to still, he gets into my space. And I very much am about, like, my personal bubble. I don't like having people just come up behind me. I know we've talked and joked about it on here before where, like, I'll be out shopping and people will reach like, above me to grab something off of a shelf and how that bothers me. Well, like, this guy does that, too, in the back. Like, I'll be standing there putting on, like, gloves, and he'll come behind me to grab something off the shelf. So I move, like I would (laughs) if somebody, anybody was doing that to me. And I, he has, like, tried to, he has successfully done it, because I didn't know, because he came up behind me. But he will try and pat me on the head. So I move and kind of, you know. Duck out of the way. Duck out of the way, because I'm a grown woman. I'm not a dog. (laughs) I'm, you'll jokingly pat me on the head if I do something funny. And that's okay, because you're a safe person, and I... And you know that I'm kind of like the whole, like, oh, you're you're adorable. Yeah, and it's fine, because we are in a relationship, and I know that's, like, coming from a place of, like, love and whatever, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I have told him in the past, like, he'll make, he'll make me feel like shit when I do that, so I'll move, and then he'll be like, oh, watch out, like, your, your other co-worker's there, right? But, like, I know the person's there. But I'm just trying to get away from you being in my immediate space and stuff. And it kind of like today. And then the like he'll go to do it and I'll move and he'll be like, you're okay. You're okay. And so I said to him one day, I said, you know, you can't really say that because you're not me. And it's not okay. I don't like people in my personal space. Like I literally build a barrier around myself every day at work because... I'm usually in the same spot for the majority of the day and stuff. So, like, please disrespect my, like, personal space. Well, today he gets in, like, he leans in to talk to me. First off, we're in a pandemic. Yeah. Secondly, he didn't have his mask on while he was leaning in to talk to me. So, again, getting into my personal space, and especially without his mask on, he wasn't, as into my personal space as he has been, but he didn't have his mask on. So I stepped back. And of course, you are a bit of a germaphobe, but during a pandemic, that just <laughs> dials everything up to 11. Yeah, like you can literally contest for the fact that basically since the pandemic has started, my hands are ch- like literally cracked open in places. I make sure I wear gloves for sure at work because I work with food, but I just... I wash my hands a lot because I'm working with food <laughs> yeah. that people during a pandemic are going to eat and stuff. So I backed up and I, it was just a step back 
And then he said, watch out, because there was a co-worker that was working a little bit behind, like, beside me. So I backed up towards him, right? And he's like, whoa, watch out. And then he stood up straight, looked at me and said, I must be fucking contagious. No, you're just an <laughs> asshole. And I'm like, I don't understand because I've literally told you that I don't like people in my personal space. He has seen me do it to not just him. I literally, I, I literally do it to everyone. I do it to female coworkers, male coworkers, Younger, especially, older. yeah, like, and especially if you come up behind me because I'm not expecting you. And then all of a sudden I just feel like this person behind me and I'm like, whoa, like, hello. <laughs> right. Why are you in my personal space? Like kind of thing. I've even done it to you. Yeah. You've come up behind me and it, I'm like, hello. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, you're there. Wow. Hi. You weren't there two seconds ago. How's it going? <laughs> Great. Good to know your object permanence is uh, it's still working. You know when something's there and something's not. Yeah. Yay. I did. I did learn that in childhood and kept it. <laughs> and stuff. But. And just the way, like, this isn't the first time, like I said, that he's been like, you're okay. Or like made a big deal about it. And so just him being like that, I just kind of got snippy. <laughs> and I said, I am this way. Or I said, I don't like people getting in my personal space because of the shit I've been through. Some of the shit I've been through. Thank you. <laughs> because it's not just him. This is not a personal attack. Right. So then I was like a little upset after work because I also have anxiety. And so I was like, oh shit, now I got to deal with the fallout of this, of like him being upset with me. And I should have said it nicer, but also my physical and my verbal cues have let him know this. Yeah. But he continues to do it. And he's also somebody in the past who has intimidated me and chased, like, chased me around the store and stuff, right? So, no, not a good situation all said and done. Yeah. So I uh, posted on Facebook, you know, just that it's kind of this weird thing where I'm like the bad guy and I'm the rude one. Right. Well, yeah, because they're victim blaming you, right? So, it's all well, not fault. they, like, um, some people. He, like, for example, he is. He is saying that what he is doing is right and I should just be okay with it. I should be okay with him reaching over my head and grabbing things and getting into my personal space and leaning into me without a mask on. You're like, no, this is my body. Mm -hmm. I choose what's okay with it. Yeah. Just like you choose what's okay with your body. Mm -hmm. If I poke you in the knee and you say, don't do that because your knee hurts and I continue to do it, I'm the asshole. Mm -hmm. You're not the asshole for being like, please don't. You don't even have to explain why. I'm your girlfriend of eight years, and you do not have to explain to me why you don't want me to poke you in the knee. You just don't. Eight it's years? a respect. God, it feels like it's been longer. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made me really sad is when I posted that on Facebook, and I just posted, like, you know, I kind of hate that I am the rude person. I don't remember it word for word, but it was essentially, I'm the rude person because of this, and blah, blah, blah. And I hate that. And I had a person, I'm not going to say who they are because I haven't asked them if it was okay to or not, but they said essentially the same thing. When they have people they don't know or aren't comfortable with, and they tell them that they don't like to be touched, 
right? Like co-workers like coworkers or whatever, like, hey, don't tap me on the shoulder, whatever. Those people get mad at them. Because yeah. they ask them, like, they're like, hey, don't touch, like, just ask me to move. Yeah. Don't go touch me. And I'm just like, it makes me sad. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Because it's her body. And if she doesn't want someone she doesn't know or someone she's not comfortable with, like, tapping her on the shoulder or whatever, that's, that's her fucking body. <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole a first time kind of thing, just being like, hey, you know, just need to get by you or something, or trying to get someone's attention or whatever. It's like, hey, you know, they're a little bit of tolerance kind of thing, especially if somebody. Well, yeah. Know. But then there's the whole like in a case like with what you're in, it's like this guy knows better, and there should definitely be some like, uh, dude, what the fuck? Well, and so that's the thing. So my, I know this is like a long PSA, whatever. But my PSA is two things. It's twofold. One, it's my fucking body. So I get to choose what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not. And you don't get to tell me what I'm okay with and what I'm not. Second, if somebody says to you, please don't touch me. Please don't get in my personal space. Please, you know, ask me to move. Please, you know, don't pat me on the head like a fucking dog. It's not a personal attack against you because they're probably feeling that way about everyone or at least about everyone that they maybe don't know well, they're not comfortable with. I'm not friends with a lot of people I work with. They are coworkers. I have a few and I'm friendly with like 99.9% .9 of them, right? I'm friendly with, I'll crack jokes with, I'll say good morning to, you know, Yeah. and stuff at, at work. You're nice and social with. Yeah, I am social with. I don't hang outside of work with them. <clears throat> you know, I have a few that are on my Facebook or my friends group or has my phone number. But work is, to me, work is work. Yeah. Right. And stuff. But there's nothing wrong with being social and friendly with your coworkers and stuff. But don't take it personally. Like, I don't know you. I don't hang out with you. Why would I be okay with you getting into my personal space? Yeah. Right. So just keep that in mind if somebody is like, oh, please don't do this or please don't do that or whatever. It's not a personal attack against you. That's just how they're feeling and there's nothing wrong with that because what they're comfortable with is what they're comfortable with. Yeah, exactly. So... <clears throat> and that's uh that's all really good points and definitely um it goes to kind of show how it's not one of those situations where you're feeling like this is uh how to describe the words um it's not something where it's what the it's not because he is a guy or whatever kind of thing no. It's because of how he acts, which yeah. is like uh, one thing I will say for most guys who are courteous of women's personal spaces. Or anyone's. And, well, yeah, anyone's. But I mean, like, I know I've definitely known uh, a few girls where it was kind of like the whole uh, as pretty as I might have thought they were back in my teen years and early 20s and everything like that and everything. It was never a case of like the whole like, you know, as much as wanting to be 
around them or whatever. It was like the whole, yeah, but I don't know what kind of mental traumas that this the girl might have experienced or another person might have experienced. And it was like, that's why it's like any, like with the, with any of my guy friends, it was like any roughhousing or any girls that I ever hung out with. It was like the whole, what's a, an acceptable level of closeness, <clears throat> even just to be, you know, sitting around, say at a food court in a mall kind of thing or something. It was always that there's a level of respect and understanding of like, Hey, until you know someone well, uh, too much too soon can be very hurtful to somebody if you don't know what's going on with them. And well, and I'm just, I'm one of those people. I don't like, yeah, I don't like that. Like I, my best friend. Yeah. I have hugged her three times. Yeah. And twice, uh, two of those times was within a three day period of when my mom died. Yeah. Because I'm just, I, I'm not an overly physically, uh, I like my space. Yeah. I have my reasons for it. It's not anyone's business. I don't have to justify it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just as you were saying, like, you don't know because people aren't going to come out necessarily and say, like, hey. Here's all my baggage. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> like, and and just on an opposite kind of, like, flip note, like, me and my best friend, like, the first yeah. time you ever saw me and him uh, meet up at this carnival thing, it was like, man, we both did a big running up to each other and full-on bear-hugged each other, and yeah. I, I lifted him off the ground <laughs> and everything. It was awesome. And you were just like, is, is this? guys normally do and everything <laughs> and it was just like well maybe not normally what most guys do but because he's there's... like your brother yeah exactly right all right well i think that's a good little uh psa and yeah. uh yeah now let's get back to the fun fact friday and uh have some fun with this episode yeah absolutely i just wanted definitely to... yeah sorry i just wanted to put it out there for anyone who maybe wasn't didn't realize that it wasn't a personal attack and i wanted to put it out there for anyone who didn't feel that they had the right to feel that way. You have the right to that. Yeah. So, now on to the fun shit. All right. Start her off with... Okay. Starting it off with a very happy, fun little note for this Fun Fact Friday. Mm-hmm. A group of bunnies is called a fluffle. And I love that. I think that is adorable, regardless of what anyone, what any man might say. <laughs> if you don't think that that is the most adorable little nickname for it, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, no, it's definitely adorable. You just see a, a little like group of bunnies, and it's not a group of bunnies; it's a fluffle of bunnies. Yeah. Uh, also, I know how much you dislike birds. Yeah. And a group of parrots is actually called a pandemonium. And with how much noise those little squawkers can make. It makes sense. It does, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, starting off with those little uh, fun facts. Mm-hmm. Um, also, referencing our the mega book of Useless Information by Noelle Botham. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, in here it was also pointing out that in 1901, mm-hmm. uh, in Australia... Uh, women were given the right to vote. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but fun little uh, fact for you. I guess uh, none of the women were given the right to vote on getting the frick out of that place. <laughs> All the spiders and crocodiles <laughs> and snakes and everything. It's like, come on. It's like, hey, we have the right to vote. Yes, but you can't vote to leave. <laughs> it's like, uh, why not? This is literally the brewing pot of everything evil, toxic, and nasty in the world. 
No offense. No offense to Australia. I'm just saying that's what the environment has produced. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like people will talk about all these survival horror games or whatnot and everything. It's like, just just send yourself out into the middle of Australia with absolutely nothing but except for maybe a pocket knife. See how long you survive. Yeah. That is the ultimate survival challenge. I will definitely give Australians credit. You guys are brave. Yeah. You guys are badasses, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so any uh, fun little fact you want to bring up? Mm. Um, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, and nothing is covered into this noggin at the moment. <clears throat> um, okay, well you know that old saying, um, sex sells? Yeah. Okay, well... This one here is a little risque. Uh, it's in Arizona. You may not have more than two dildos in a house. Now, I don't know when this book was exactly published. Uh, a kind of thing. And when, why? What my question is, why? Who? Who made this law? And it was like, you know, some guy came home and, you know, he's going through the sock drawer and probably found like several different things and was like, honey, what the hell is this all for? And she's like, well, you're always at work passing all those laws and bills and legislation and everything. And it's like, well, I have a I, new one. <laughs> I, I now know what I'm pushing through next. This is going to be the next thing to go with that infrastructure bill. It always baffles me. Some of the weirdest laws there are, you know, I, I'm just like, why? Why was that? And not just things like not just things like that, but there's like other ones like at one point. I don't know if it still is. But at one point, it was, like, illegal to pay a bill in Canada in pennies. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, uh, you're not allowed to pay for goods or services with, like, pennies. Mm -hmm. But I think for, like, if you were to pay, like, for, like, a fine or a parking ticket or something like that, uh, I don't think that law continues into that because it's not for goods or services. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm just like, Why? weird <laughs> yeah I, I, you know and, and the thing is you know it wasn't a law until somebody did it to, and it and had to have been like a huge amount like a thousand like they were buying like you know two three hundred dollars worth of like groceries yeah. with pennies or, or like something. a car and they were like oh i didn't have time to roll them sorry <laughs> yeah, here's a big pillowcase full of pennies let's count them up and i want a receipt <laughs> yeah that's got to be the only reason why something like that would come into the law Okay, now let's talk about everyone's favorite state to make fun of, Florida. Nah. Because, you know, who hasn't done the looking up your birth date in Florida, man? Oh, if you haven't, you totally should. Yeah, just look up. You it's, don't even have to do the year, just the day and the month. Yeah, and just see what it says about a Florida man did this. Yeah. Uh, all right, so in Florida, you are not allowed to break more than three dishes per day or chip the edges of more than four cups or saucers. I'd be in so much trouble in such a klutz. Well, uh, I, my question is, is that, okay, so obviously something happened with this to make this a bill. It's like, you know, there was somebody doing dishes and they were like some angsty teen or something like that was like, you're not the boss of me and doing the dishes all violently and smash. It's like, oops, broke one. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what they deserve, and smash! Ooh. You know, and well, some some disgruntled person had to have been like, damn it, we're signing this into legislation or something. Or, I picture someone being like, holy cow, like I wasn't feeling well, and I was sick for like a week, and now I've got all these dishes. Or, they just slide them off the counter and they all break. Do I? I'll just go buy some more. <laughs> true, true. Laziness uh, does definitely play a huge factor in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so kind of back to the risk case side here. The, this one here just baffled my mind, and you know that this had to become a law because there's a problem with this. Mm. In Massachusetts... Uh, taxi drivers are prohibited from making love, and that's what's written in the book, uh, in the front seat of their taxi during their shifts. Okay, first of all, during their shifts? How about ever in their company vehicle? Well, maybe they own their own vehicles, though. Okay, well, then, yeah, but, and then it's like, okay, on their shift, it's like, um... I mean, yeah, there's certain times of day where maybe professionalism is <laughs> kind of skewed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, it just in my thought is like there's an old saying that I remember as a kid where it was gas, grass, or ass. Nobody rides for free. Well, I'm guessing somebody was like, "Hey, look, I'm just a little shot, uh, short right now, but I really needed to get to work. Um, you know, maybe I could, uh, you know, lift a skirt and everything." And it's like, "Dude, I can see your hairy leg. Put your skirt down." <laughs> But uh, nothing against uh, cross-dressers or anything. I just thought it'd be funny to be like, you know, I'm pulling up my skirt. And it's like, uh, yeah, but you're a dude. I don't want to see that hairy leg. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe the cabbie's wife came to visit and one thing led to another. But regardless, and I, I the just... front seat part makes sense because I feel like that, I mean. I just think anywhere in the vehicle. So wait, is, like, is the yeah. back seat still allowed? Yeah, well, it sounds like it. Yeah, so that's where it's just like, okay, then. I guess that must be the most comfortable place, then, would be the back seat. Uh, yeah, you know what you think, but... <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, also, I wanted to uh, bring up uh, one that we were talking about when we were outside going for a little walk to get some fresh air and exercise. Because, you know, got to try to keep ourselves from going stir-crazy during the pandemic times. Yeah, we're allowed outside. Yeah, and you were saying that uh, you were worried about the wildlife and stuff. Ah. And I do remember telling you that, uh, it's like, ah, you know, it's like, I wouldn't be too worried about it kind of thing. It's like, I'm here with you. And it's like, yeah, if anything tries to, like, come at us or whatever, like the one time we had three deer cross the road and heading kind of towards us till I actually, till you kind of, <laughs> like, saw them and they were like oh geez there's not just one person there there's two and they kind of darted off in different directions i know i felt bad i startled them yeah but uh when but the thing was they were looking right at me like direct eye contact and they weren't stopping kind of thing and i was just like all right you guys uh don't know what you're coming into and so i was telling you it was like yeah you know even if it was like a 800 pound grizzly bear it was like you know my monster, my, the video game Monster Hunter, my instincts from that video game would kick in and it would just be like, all right, uh, mother effer, you're the one who started this and, you know, start fighting the bear with like whatever stick or, you know, just however I could to fight this thing. And 
it's like, yeah, you know, the bear starts limping away and it's like, oh my God, what is wrong with this 200 pound little monkey? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like, oh, you started this. I'm going to eat your heart. Yeah. And then you told me a little interesting fact you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, you said, uh, it was like, damn, you're like a black bear go, uh, eating, uh, going to eat the heart. And uh, actually, I uh, had to look it up and it turns out like a black bear's main diet is mostly vegetation. Mm-hmm. And the other bit is mostly like yeah, eggs, fish, small mammals and everything. Yeah, I watched something a long time ago, so... <laughs> yeah, there, there's some animal that definitely, when they kill their prey, they eat the heart to go for yeah, the kill. Yeah, so I might have been mistaken on the black bear, but I thought it was, but again, that was... Oh, God. <laughs> Not to age myself, but probably like 20 years ago, so... So you were eight at the time? <laughs> oh, you're so nice and so full of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that was uh, it was a fun little uh, little talk we had, and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so there's uh, yeah, well, actually, it was funny. I was like trying to look up uh, the facts about like what bears eat heart, and I was googling it everywhere, left, right, and center, and pretty much most of the time I found was ways to cook bear hearts. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, I don't plan on eating a bear, and I planned on not really fighting one or coming across one, hopefully. Yeah, I'm Knock not, on wood. I'm not really a fan of, like, I don't feel like, you know, tussling today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, you know, they, they've got a bit of a weight advantage over us. Even mm-hmm. the small ones. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, here's an interesting one okay. about, um, you know how, like, the whole saying goes, like, what are you, blind or something? Or some people try to pretend to be blind or something. You've never seen somebody pretend to be blind? No. Okay. Well, maybe it's just in the movies but uh, or TV shows. But in Connecticut, <clears throat> no one may use a white cane unless they are blind. It's like, wait. It's like, why? Is it, is it specifically like a blind person only has a white cane? Like, And the other thing is, like, how does a, I mean, is that just is the white cane for people that can see to like? I wonder if it's not just that it's most commonly white and it's a special cane made for people who are blind because I think those canes are made longer, uh, right? Like, it's not like a walking cane, like... Supposed to hold your weight up. Yeah, it's more of one that um, extends itself so that um, it can be used to help people feel. Like, if a curb is coming up or if there's something in the way. So, yeah, I'm thinking that's probably... Mm. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, remember how you were talking about the pennies thing? Yeah. So this is uh, under the laws old and new. In Canada, if a debt is hi- if the debt is higher than twenty five cents, it is illegal to pay with pennies. Yeah. Crazy. Eh? Yeah, and again, it's like so. It's like it wasn't even that much. I mean, I don't know how old this law was. Maybe it was back when you know a nick uh, a dime or a nickel was probably uh, you know a fair bit of change to have on you maybe yeah but still it's like really 25 cents that low i mean nowadays of course obviously with inflation and everything it's like oh so well and we don't even have pennies anymore now yeah yeah that's uh goes to show it's like uh how old this the the that the law was yeah. <laughs> yeah um oh have you got another florida one oh 
The, you know, the, the state that just keeps on... Uh, it keeps on giving. Yeah. Not always the good, but it keeps giving. <laughs> In Florida, it is illegal to release more than 10 lighter-than-air balloons at a time. So helium-filled ones or something. Yeah. Uh, this is to protect the marine creatures that often mistake the balloons for their food, such as, like, turtles, because I know they eat, uh, uh, jellyfish. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad to see a turtle trying to eat a balloon, because they're like, ah, I'm trying to eat my jellyfish. And it's like, oh, buddy, that's, that's not your food. Mm. And can suffer intestinal injuries, uh, if they eat the balloon. That's actually a good law. Like, that's yeah. actually one that are actually kind of like, oh, so, you know, if somebody in Florida actually does do some BS like that, there is actually, like, you know, you can call the cops and... I don't, I don't know if, like, the cops would really do something. I think that's more like a uh, wildlife and game type uh, enforcement type I stuff. don't know if I'd necessarily call it BS, too. As you know, I listen to a lot of true crime. And a lot of times, probably without ever even thinking about it, because yep. they're just concerned about, like, their lost family member or their, you know, family member that was horribly taken from them. A lot of times on, like, one-year anniversaries or whatever, they will release, like, a certain color of balloons into the sky. That used to be, like, a very common thing. I believe, though, that more and more places are making that illegal or are asking people not to do that and to, like, commemorate their lost and or, you know horribly taken from them family member in a different way the one that won't end up impacting like wildlife in the future because like i know i never would have thought of that more than once as a kid i had a helium balloon that accidentally got you know like you're trying to mom mom or dad is trying to tie it around your wrist and it slips away and there goes the balloon right yeah exactly and stuff but never until like they started bringing it up and you started hearing more about it in the media and whatever i never thought oh like yeah that could hurt an animal so <clears throat> but yeah no. that's a good law yeah absolutely now here's one that uh i feel like as your germaphobic side would definitely be something that would kind of be like yes <laughs> there's a punishment for that kind of bs <laughs> um in london you will face a 24-hour detainment if you are caught sticking gum under the seat of uh, of the upper deck or, uh, of the upper deck of a bus. Good. So those buses that have like the you know they're like two-story kind of houses that drive around the big red ones that everyone iconically knows from double-decker buses. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case someone doesn't quite know what they are, but yeah, they I guess uh, if you get caught sticking a piece of gum underneath the chair, you know it's uh, you can. It's not that you're getting, like, a criminal record or anything, but it's like, hey, you can be held in a detainment center or something like that, I guess. Or, uh, is that even the right word? Yeah, they'd be detained in jail probably for, like, an afternoon or something. Yeah. Just waste their time. Or a day. Just waste their time. Kind of thing, right? Which I say, good. <laughs> um, maybe not. But, um... I would definitely be saying good if I was still a janitor. I was a janitor years ago in a school. And I used to, that was one of the things that we had to do was scrape the gum off the bottom of the desks. So those teachers that would catch the kids doing it and make them do it, we were like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, teacher. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Um, wow. Okay, so 
I'm just thinking we should probably move on from like the whole laws a little bit here. So Sounds good. And of course, the next section I came across is one that's very near and dear to our hearts, being, uh, you know, the big eaters that we are, mm. the food and drink section. Do you love food. The largest egg ever had a fire. This what the, I'm trying to read this correctly. The largest egg ever had five yolks and was 31 centimeters or about five. Oh no! Wait, how many? It's 24. Point, no, is it? I'm trying to think of how many. You know, it's 2.54 uh, centimeters makes an inch. So that's huge. That's like uh, that's like about a foot and a half. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, that must have been like an ostrich egg. <laughs> well, see, yeah, it's like the thing was is like I'm used to the size of it, so that's why I was like, okay, I know the numbers. Like the whole the hard conversion is 20 or 2.5. Five four centimeters makes an inch. Yeah, but also if you told me thirty one centimeters, I'd be like, damn, that's big. But trying to put that into inches because some people just use the imperial system. Yeah, um, just trying to reference that. Um, that's like sixty inches. Not quite. You're close. Um, I was I was rough guessing. <laughs> yeah, very rough guessing. That's more like um, oh, I'd say. About a foot and a half. Like about... Uh, four... Oh, you're putting it in inches. I am. That's about, it's about like 12 to... Or like somewhere around like the ballpark of like 14 to 16 inches. Oh, I was really... See, the, I'm not the math. I don't do the math in yeah, the and, house. And I'm just doing this off the top of my head. And yeah, it's like it's been a while since I've wrapped, done the whole conversion stuff like that. But I'm assuming that had to have been an ostrich egg or something. Because I can't imagine that being a chicken egg. <laughs> yeah, ostriches being the largest uh, land bird. Although that. ostriches have super huge eggs. So maybe it wasn't an ostrich. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But also it's like along the uh, around the long axis, so that's the top to bottom. So this was this is definitely a long, huge egg. But oh, it okay. Had five yolk in it. Can you imagine you, the size of the omelet you can make with that sucker? I was just thinking, like you could crack that egg and make breakfast for like two people. <laughs> At least, yeah. Yeah. Depending on how hungry people are. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that uh, maybe that's the way that uh, all those big like uh, McDonald's and Tim Hortons and everything like that, <laughs> those places that uh, crack the eggs and everything is like. Man, could you imagine how much you could save on, like, shipping and stuff like that if you just shipped in one of those big bad boys? Right, if every egg was five <laughs> eggs in one. Uh, yeah, at least. All right. Uh, oh, and I know how much you love pumpkin stuff. Oh, like, pumpkin just spice. Call, me, call me pumpkin spice. Yeah, you're the sixth missing member of the <laughs> Spice Girls. Yeah. Uh, at one time, pumpkins were recommended for removal of freckles and curing snake bites. Huh. Well, that's been debunked <coughs> pretty heavily about the whole snake bites and freckles. But. Well, but he's saying in the book that it's recommended, right? Yes. Or that they used to recommend it. So he's not saying it does work. He's just saying it was recommended at one point. And I actually do have a fun fact for you. Ooh, what's that? Um, did you know... That before people came, like, uh, like, over to the New World, I guess, that they used to carve things like, uh, squash. Oh, really? And, like, 
potatoes and rutabagas. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a thing. And then when they came over here and it was like harder to grow them and whatever and stuff, but pumpkins grew really well. Switch pumpkins and that's why we have jack-o'-lanterns. Otherwise we'd have, well, still jack-o'-lanterns, but they'd be like squash ones. Yeah, they, they wouldn't be as big. Probably. They wouldn't be as big, but what's funny is because I work with food, right? So I cut open like cantaloupes and stuff. And they are very similar kind of in like the stringiness and the stuff that's in the center of a pumpkin. Not quite the same, but it like kind of reminds me of it. <laughs> All from the same family, I guess. Wow. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of funny how like uh, a lot of that stuff like with uh, plants and things like there's correlations like oh this is a family of this thing and it's like oh so these are like cousin things and then you look at them and you go wait these are kind of like similar species and everything i actually have another fact of that Ooh, what's that so broccoli yep brussels sprouts yuck cabbage yuck they're all from the same family how did broccoli grow up with brussels sprouts and cabbage <laughs> i mean honestly broccoli to me it's like you know you, you make, like, go to those uh, all-you-can-eat buffets where it's, like, you know, they got the beef and broccoli or, you know, you throw broccoli into, like, a cheddar or a cheese and broccoli soup and stuff like that or stew type thing. Yeah. Uh, broccoli is such a good thing to add in. It's so nutritious and everything. And then you've got Brussels sprouts. I swear it's, like, there's no form <laughs> in creation, in any, cre in like, creative um, cooking method that somebody could ever get those things down my gullet. I would experience the full-on exorcism level of projectile vomiting uh, from the movie. <laughs> One more fun fact. What's that? Pretty sure that the person who created Broccoli, his name is Broccoli. <laughs> Last name, Broccoli. We're actually, we'll just look it up real quick. Okay, so I just looked it up, and we didn't see who created it because it was created so long ago. Yeah. But, yeah, apparently... <clears throat> um, it's like an ancient Italian civilization created it. Yeah, they actually... This is uh, one of the funny things about a thing called selective breeding, where yeah. it's like, uh, just like the Great Dane breed, for example, is a mixture between the Bull Mastiff and a Greyhound. And so, of course, uh, it's one of those things where humans, uh, by choosing what stays and what goes, mm -hmm. influences how things uh, grow and change. Yeah, it's like a grapple. Yeah, exactly. A apple that tastes like a grape. Yeah. That actually sounds delicious. It does sound good. Yeah, um... Yeah, so we don't know if it, the guy's name was actually Broccoli, but it was created, and like you said, with selective breeding and stuff, from a cousin, I think it said, of the cabbage. <laughs> and they were thought of to be geniuses for creating it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually interesting what uh, people will do to make different kinds of foods. Yeah. And so just one more here, and this one is kind of to do with, like, I would absolutely try this just on the sake of culinary adventure. Mm. Uh, since Hindus don't eat beef, the McDonald's in New Delhi makes its burgers with mutton. Yeah, so I'd try that. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I mean, I'm not, uh, yeah, it's like, it's just a different form of meat. Yeah, it's I mean, cheap meat. Honestly, I'm not even convinced that the McDonald's beef that we get here <laughs> is beef, but, you know, that I'll leave that to other people's opinions of what counts as beef and, you know, fast food chains and blah, 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 but anyways, I'm just saying, I would definitely be willing to try that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, now I gotta ask a question. Okay. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know what you men do? Yeah, so here, let's move on to rude facts. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, this is one I think I might have this person give, give them a run for their money. Remember how I was telling you about the uh, Brussels sprouts? Yeah. The longest recorded distance for, pro- for projectile vomiting is 27 feet. Holy cow! I mean, I know I had some good distance way back in my high school days and everything, so yeah. I, I'm kind of a little out of practice. But how how does somebody, like, who's recording this? And like, I mean, you know that person had to train, because that's not just something you just do. No. <laughs> Who likes, oh, yeah. I would not want to train for that. I, uh, last year when I was sick, you remember when we recorded the podcast and I sounded like crap? That was almost a year ago now. And uh, <laughs> uh, I had vomited while I was ill that time. Mm. And no, I hate nothing worse than vomiting. Yeah. It, I remember we even had a little joke about the whole, it's like, you know what? Let's go for the bulimic diet. But then we both remembered, we both don't like the sensation of puking. Yeah. The whole everything that goes on with the body, it's just not a fun time. Yeah. So... We don't uh, recommend that ever. No. Plus, also the stom- Another fun fact. Uh, fun fact about that: the stomach acids that when you puke uh, that wash across your teeth actually break down the enamel and make your teeth weaker, and people lose teeth that way. Yeah. So it, it's again, it's it, there's so many negatives to something like that. Your your food is supposed to go one way, and that's down your esophagus, not up your esophagus. Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody who's suffering from that, like we're not trying to make light of it. No. And- uh, please we're just seek trying. Help. <clears throat> yeah, we're just trying to say is that it's the way we're, that the body works, and that yeah. hey, this is not a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, for any reason. Uh, except for maybe overdosing on pills, kind of thing, trying to get to, you know induce vomiting, like they do at the hospital sometimes. But that's in a medical emergency, not something people should do recreationally. So anyways, moving on, now that I've covered my bases and shoved my foot again into my mouth, which, by the way, does not taste good. (laughs) You're very good at that, though. I swear, there should be uh, a a challenge for, you know, seeing how fast people can put their foot in their mouths, and I... You would win the Guinness Brick of World Records, wouldn't you? Guinness Brick of World Records? Book. I said book. I've heard brick. Well... Whatever. Both. (laughs) (laughs) You're just giving me the shut up and carry on look. Okay, now here's an interesting thing that actually goes back to one of our debates without hate. Ah. Now, according to this uh, book where I don't know what the exact, like how big the study was done or how many people were asked, but it says here, 72.4% of people that place their toilet paper on the roll forward with the loose end uh, end over the roll towards the user. So the way I say it should be on the roll... Mm. So apparently, according to this book, it's saying that almost three, uh, uh, three out of four people agree with me. You know, 
I still have my view, which is, it doesn't matter. But you could have not decimated that, but all you would have had to do was say, look at the patent. When you look at the patent for a toilet paper roll, it literally shows the way that you like it on the roll in the patent. Yeah. But I don't care because... You're a rebel. I'm a rebel, and I'll put that toilet paper on however I'd like. (laughs) You are a traitor and a member of the Rebel Alliance. Take her away! (laughs) And, okay, my Star Wars nerd just had to come out and say that. Okay. Love it! Um, Now, here's an interesting little space fact, which, of course, uh, with me, it's like space. It's like, oh, God, give me all the space goodness. I don't care how benign the little fact is. It's like everything to do with space. I want to know, because it's cool. Mm -hmm. Astronauts cannot burp in space. There is no gravity to separate the liquid or separate liquid from gas in their stomachs. What an odd experience! Could you imagine being in space and just not burping? Yeah, I can imagine it would just be like any other day of your life, except for like, I can't imagine they bring up carbonated beverages or anything. But it's just like after well, they eat their protein paste or whatever they eat up there. I mean, I'm sorry, but if I'm going to be an astronaut, there are certain things that I require. <laughs> one of those is my carbonated beverage <laughs> yeah i'm sure they'd look at you and go we you know like it takes... actually they do take carbonated beverage because i'm pretty sure i remember hearing a while back that like coke or pepsi or someone was sponsoring some space thing and they were taking those beverages up there i was pretty sure up to the iss i don't know oh up to space mm, that's cool um, <laughs> I'm no, pretty it's... sure I remember hearing that unless I'm just crazy. Yeah. Cause I do remember a commercial where they had like, yeah, I think it was like, it was either in space or it was a, uh, that whole zero gravity experience with an inside a plane where it like plummets downwards towards the earth at the speed of people falling. So you can experience weightlessness. Mm, maybe it was something like <clears> that. But anyway, it was in a weightless environment that they were going to be able to drink it, I believe. So. And actually, a fun little fact, uh, or well, not fun fact, but just a curiosity that I have. There's two experiences that I, I want to try at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. One, which is pretty easy, is going to the sensory deprivation chamber, the one where the, they have that salt water that's so salty that you float and feel weightless, yeah. and there's no sound and everything. I want to experience that to see how long I can last, like if I freak out or not kind of thing, all yeah, that stuff. I don't know. I mean, it sounds interesting. I don't know if I'd do it because I feel like I'd be one of those people that would like freak out and be like, no, 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 too dark, too dark. Well, I do think there is a panic button for that exact situation. Mm-hmm. But also, at the same time, I would want to try, if ever possible, that whole weight, like the... Weightless chamber thing? Yeah, where the plane falls towards the earth at, like I said, the speed of falling. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, you're inside the <clears throat> the main compartment of the airplane, and it's like... To see what the difference between the weightlessness is. Obviously, inside the plane, it's very loud because you've got these big engines and all this air whooshing by and everything, so it's very loud. But it's just the sensation of being weightless in one environment versus the other. It's kind of one of those, I want to compare those two little aspects because like, there's so many different things because the sensory deprivation chamber is no noise, no sound, no light, no smell really, I don't think. Maybe there is, but not much or anything versus, uh, well, I mean, unless you fart in the sensory deprivation chamber. (laughs) I can imagine there's been a few people that have done that. 
I mean, probably. But also in the, uh, but yeah, it's like, because, uh, yeah, there's the huge differences between the two. So it's like, uh, to me, that would be a really exciting thing to experience mm-hmm. and kind of be able to say which one had, like, you know, not uh, a more peaceful sensation, because I can guarantee you the dep- sensory deprivation chamber has um, a more peaceful feel to it. Maybe. But which one gives you that more, like, you know, just everything goes haywire because equilibrium has no up or down kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, again, it's like that whole, the differences between the two and that one aspect to me would be such a fun thing to try. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's finish it off with one last one. Okay, I want you to pick a random number between one and... Let's go 487. Uh, 52. 52. Okay, page 52. And... Sorry, just taking a second here. Give me a second. Please forgive me. Don't be... Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, now... You're all good, by the way. <laughs> Take as long as you need. Okay. We so... can hit pause. <laughs> Uh, it didn't take me that long, but it's just the whole, like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please forgive me, please forgive me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going as fast as I can, I swear. You did good, you did good, you got there. <laughs> yes. You did it. All right, now pick a number between 1 and 11. 5. Okay. Okay. Wow. Can I pick uh, a good one? Yeah. A hibernating bear can go as long as six months without a toilet break. Oh my gosh. That's superhuman powers. I mean, that is that is a crazy to think. It's like, you know, just... I can't... Some days can't go like two hours because we're on a diet and we drink lots of water. I can't even go sometimes an hour. Uh, yeah, because like good, I always... I always good rem- job, bears. Because, I mean, I'm I'm guessing that's more referring to uh, going boom-boom instead of, you know, caca. Oh. <laughs> but it, it just saying is, like, the whole, like, I mean, I know I can, like, if I go two days without it, I'm like, oh, this one's going to hurt. But it's like the wow, four bears. Wow, TMI, TMI, TMI alert. <laughs> Come on, it's all for fun. <laughs> yeah. But for a bear, it's like, I've always wondered kind of thing is, like, when those bears hibernate, because I know that they eat and gorge, like they do nothing but scavenge for food. They will eat everything in their path. They're just all consuming, which is kind of funny because it's like how I feel. And, you know, after a diet and we have a cheat day, I'm, you know, I'm all consuming. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's just that uh, fact that bears sleep for that long. I thought it was like maybe three months that they hibernate, maybe four at most. Well, but no, because s- think about our winters. I know, but. I didn't think it was that extensive. I thought it was just for like the coldest parts of the month or the year where they would hibernate for that long. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, hey, you know, now that the winter, the wind, uh, snow is solidly here and it's going to be hard to get food and everything. And then three to four, maybe five months later, they wake up and they're like, okay, well, the snow's mostly, you know, gone or melted or whatever kind of thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know. We've had some crazy weather come and go, but it's not been as like extreme as like when the hard snow comes and stays. Has it not though? Because it was plus eighteen yesterday, and it's like minus one today. Yeah, but it's not. That's a nineteen degree difference. 
I know, but what I'm saying is, is that there's definitely, you know, there's animals and plants all around and stuff. But I guess if like black bear having a 75% mostly vegetable diet or vegetarian, yeah. uh, it makes sense. Well, that and also my understanding of how hibernation works is just their body goes down to basically like four heartbeats a minute or less. something. It's very slow. Like you couldn't think they were dead if you, I think, happened upon a hibernating bear just because it's not like you hear it snoring as you're walking up to it type thing yeah, and stuff. So I guess that's just how they were created so that they can sustain. Yeah. So. Good on you, bears. All right. Well, thank you everybody so much for tuning in for our Fun Fact Friday. Um, yeah, we really felt that that PSA definitely needed to get mentioned, especially with uh, some things going on, and that anyone who is a victim of such situations, uh, never blame yourself. Uh, it is not your fault that somebody cannot respect your personal space. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we hope everybody enjoyed this. We're not sure what we're going to do on the next Friday, but we've got some stuff kind of uh, planned for future episodes. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for every Tuesday when we put out our next episode. Yay! All right, well, thank you everybody so much for tuning in. Uh, just remember, no matter what you're into or what your thing is. At the end of the day, we're all just a little nerdy. <laughs>